Welcome to the Matthew Dark Show, where hypocrisy meets accountability. Sit back and enjoy, or call in and get involved. Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime. Now here's your host. Take it away, Matthew. Holy cow and wow, folks. It is so good to be with you on a Wednesday here. Now, this is some odd weather. We have some dark skies. We have got guests today. Shemay's with us today. However, they will be joining us here a little bit shortly as we welcome you in here on a Wednesday. Now, there's so many things going on right now. Uh, we will have in studio Dr. Michael Gaeta, who from the Gaeta Institute. Now, this is <clears throat> we're going to talk COVID all hour. Now, you know, I'm a COVID junkie. I am absolutely fascinated with the concept of what is in a person's mind to see the VAERS data, to hear the CDC admissions, to see the heartache, to see the actual pain and suffering, to see the injured. What is in a person's mind that is preventing them from understanding that truth? Truth, as we know, is the sun rising in the east. What on earth is preventing him that? So we will get into plenty of that with Dr. Michael Gaeta. Uh, he's got some really cool background. Um, licenses in acupuncture, dietetics, nutrition, massage therapy, herbalist, uh, doctor of acupuncture and oriental medicine, uh, and trained some 18,000 practitioners over the last near 30 years uh, in functional medicine. And, and let's face it, folks, functional medicine doctors are the ones that saved patients' lives during the pandemic. You're by the book, um, your Pfizer doctor, those are the ones that said, okay, safe and effective, keep saying that, right? And as we deny early treatment and we can continue to push a vaccine, that is very dangerous. Air Force Academy use, loses a young uh, soldier slash football player. Now, walking to school, walking to class, this is very unusual, folks. This doesn't really happen to young people. Spontaneous cardiac event died. I mean, this is a young man. And this is happening over and over and over. So I love, to, <clears throat> I love to discuss the psychology of how on earth does a person see those stories and say it's everything but the vaccine. Are you crazy? That's just so bizarre to me. Yeah. Now, you saw, Shimei, this weather is very bizarre. It's weird. The thing this morning that happened, the FAA uh, halting grounding all flights. All system flights. Outage. Just shut it down. We're selfishly disappointed with that. We were to see Ben Carson speak in yes. Colorado today. He was a victim of a you know, a part of this uh, fallout where they grounded flights for several hours this morning on a national system failure. They're stating, and this is the FAA, this is a government entity, they're stating does it look like any um, uh, act of, you know, hacks or anything malicious there, but who do we, how do we know? And we how do they trust know? them? And, and exactly who's telling us, uh, they tell us everything is safe and effective. So um, planes are up and running again, but keep an eye on those situations. Just shows folks, if, if they want to turn the lights out, they can do that anytime they want. Yeah. I mean, come on, ground every flight. You can do that anytime they want. Tell us it's another system failure. So please, please, please be very mindful um, of that. Another little headline in the float. And you know, it doesn't ever get the uh, boom that it should. But the, the Pentagon drops COVID mandates for soldiers. Now, what they're not doing is welcoming back booted soldiers. Yeah. They're not relisting or, or reenlisting or, or adding, making whole again, I should say, soldiers that were maybe lost rank or lost benefits. But they're dropping it. Okay. So as they're dropping it, and, and remember the military, we were told when that mandate happened, that was a big deal because we knew our, our poor soldiers were going to be subject to this stuff. Uh, we have many, 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 many patients. Uh, who ha are military family, and and in many cases the family remained unvaccinated, but the poor husband yeah. serving 
he was forced to do this vaccination. So I, I think this has brought an incredible light to um, what we force our soldiers to go through. I mean, we're giving them everything mm-hmm. all over the world. My goodness. But this COVID-19, see, even soldiers that were willing to sign up for those, they said, this one doesn't smell right. You know, one thing I want to ask, ask Dr. Gaeta is, what is in a person's mind that if you believe COVID-19 came from a Wuhan wet market, and call it the end of 2019, beginning of 2020, came to the U.S. approximately March, <clears throat> excuse me, March 1st of 2020. And by December of that year, nine months later, Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, Johnson & Johnson, in this nine months, had all created not only safe and effective vaccines, uh, they were going to be one and dones. They had no side effects. And this was going to save the planet. What is in a person's mind, A, that they believe that story, nine months? Nine months to create a miracle? I don't think so. That happens in a mother's womb only. Not in the vaccine land, folks. Uh, that's a 10-year process. And, and we rethink everything on vaccines, so don't even take any of that stuff I said. But when we isolate COVID, <clears throat> many of the COVID fans, the deniers, they're not willing to say, geez, that does sound far-fetched, that in nine months, supposedly Pfizer and all the big pharma had never even heard of coronavirus or COVID-19, Wuhan-19, funded and created in a lab in Wuhan by taxpayer dollars, 19. <clears throat> they said, has supposedly never seen this stuff before, you know, the end of 2019. And within nine months, no. they ha- we don't believe that. But, but there's people out there that believe that story mm-hmm. and they won't get off of it. One of our things that we're sitting on is we got to help that person. We have got to sit with that person. That lie is so debunked in this moment. I mean, that is the greatest lie going. That and Joe Biden, we're going to talk about his files. Oh, yes. You remember we had to go down to Miralago. With a raid. Uh-huh. And they were in there. Now, mind you, just just for the record, just for any of our Democrat fans listening, um, excuse me, the <laughs> Joe Biden was the vice president with yes. no authority to do any of these things. Thank you. Okay. So that's number one. Just set that aside. He can't Donald declassify. Trump, he cannot. He has no power to yeah. do such a thing. Donald Trump was actually the president elected. Remember, slaughtered Hillary Clinton. Remind our listeners always of that. Never would have seen it coming. Okay. He is now found, and we're finding some really icky stuff going on inside of this uh, Biden pin office in Washington. There is some estimations of $100 million in Chinese donations to this institution in Washington, D.C., with Joe Biden's name on it. These are where these files were found. I mean, mm-hmm. how odd is this? So here we are on November 2nd. Joe Biden's attorneys, this is supposedly the story we're getting hit, hit right now found these in a closet and now we're being they're 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 being praised as saying oh they did the right thing uh they turned it in and they said you know we don't now joe biden if you remember there was a lot of icky stuff said about trump and he said how irresponsible a national security threat a threat to the democracy what donald trump did and took to the miralago that he had in uh, you know ivanka's closet or whatever in one of the wings of his estate and joe biden we find out is storing documents that he absolutely has no right to in this Biden pin center, which is Chinese funded, oh, I'm sorry. See, that's the same as the COVID stuff. Why is the Democrat unable to look at Joe Biden and the lies that he's told and the obvious crimes he's committing in front of our faces? Why is the average Democrat, the average sycophant, the average not well person, 
why why can't they hold any of that stuff to account? Says, you know what? I've trusted Democrats for a while, for a long time. I'm a Democrat. But you know what? This one crossed the line because he's lying to us or he's behaving as a hypocrite. Does anybody like a hypocrite? I think that's one of the most disgusting behaviors. And, you know, shame on me if I'm ever guilty of it. But being a hypocrite is like the most obvious, okay, you're unfit to ever speak again, basically, because you're doing one thing and telling us to do the other. Uh, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Hold Democrats to account. They're killing people. Now we do have a national security threat because we know that Joe Biden as the vice president is in deep collusion with Ukraine and China. Mm -hmm. Uh, Why is the vice president of the United States on his last day in office? Now, this is documented. Air Force Two going to Ukraine on his last way out and securing more money for for Hunter. Now, Hunter had that job in 2019. Um, You know, I'm just sitting here looking at a problem is is would Democrats be willing to say, yeah, we knew this the whole time, but we wanted him in there. Or, you know what? This now crosses the line for us. Main Street Media. Um, I, I don't know. Y- you tell me, is, is the stuff that we're hearing now about Joe Biden, the COVID stuff, I mean, hello, uh, Democrats, are you awake yet? I, I just can't even handle it because you had with um, Hillary Clinton, the servers, you know, and she that that was a huge, uh, you know, classified information uh, yes. issue. And then you have Trump, who was actually talking with the FBI uh, or talking with whoever the authority is with with those documents. And they were like, yes, it's under, you know, it's, it's in this certain area. We have it secured and all that kind of stuff. He was working with them. And then they decided to raid him out of nowhere mm-hmm. and um, cause this huge hoopla in the media and all this stuff. And then on the other side of that, we have Biden in this situation. And I mean, this is just insane because uh, what was what was Hillary secretary of state? She was secretary of state when she was doing all this. Like, know, that's really not nilly. appropriate. Like, nope. uh, but Joe Biden as vice president, that's not appropriate. And the Dems just get this get out of jail free card. Yeah. And I cannot handle it. I, I, well, it's just it's disappointing because here they are failing at every policy they yes. put out. They behave like I mean. I mean, no offense, the way they behave, they're not like you'd let them in your house. You'd have to watch your wallet. You'd have to watch <laughs> yeah. your private belongings. They're not trustworthy. They're doing one thing. Watch they're your saying, Absolutely. Don't sniff my child. <laughs> and he does. And he's still got that creepy thing where he'll come up behind a young person. He'll talk real quiet, yeah. whisper in their ear. And nobody holds that to account. I know. Could you imagine if Donald Trump was going around to small girls and doing that stuff oh in their gosh. ear? No. It's disgusting and disgraceful. The, the past... That low lives like Joe Biden, and I don't understand how, what other conversation you may have. Low lives, yeah. That means a low life to do what they're doing, S- selling access to Ukraine, the poorest European country, corrupt European country, and then to China, yeah, who shares none of our values and is a theft in every corner. So, uh, uh, Rachel Keene, she came to uh, the ch- uh, luncheon, and the, she just she does a lot of like acts where she acts like you know Charles Slav or whatever like all, all of these guys like Fauci mm-hmm. she, she, she does awesome stuff like this and I think the only way we can combat them is in that manner we have to ridicule them Zelensky oh, uh, he says that's our our best effort in, in going against somebody we have to like make fun of these people we have to like joke and like well like, I want to remind our listeners that on Instagram and I'm currently suffering some, some censoring <laughs> because are. if you don't treat Ukraine 
like the greatest priority on the planet, um, you're somehow the devil or a white supremacist or certainly a threat to the democracy. It's really filthy. We are 100. We are adamantly against Ukraine. Just put us on the record for that. We we, we have to go solve our homeless problems first. Okay, I want to do this. I want to get Dr. Michael Gaeta in here. I want to get deep into COVID. We'll step aside for just a moment, folks. We're getting warmed up here on a Wednesday. The Matthew Dark Show, KLZ, 560 AM. Hello, Colorado families. Roots Medical here. How great would it be to have your entire household under the care of one trusted medical center? At Roots Medical, newborns to seniors and everyone in between will always receive personalized and diligent health care. Specialties at Roots Medical include pediatrics, hormone replacement therapy, thyroid, gut health and nutrition, well women, and annual exams. Roots Medical has insurance and self-pay options, as well as virtual and in-person appointments. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your health care concerns. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. This is a special announcement from Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom.com. COVID-19 vaccine injuries are real and more common than you think. Injuries include thyroid dysfunction, cognitive impairment, severe insomnia, menstrual irregularities, testicular cancer, liver dysfunction, multiple sclerosis, arrhythmia, brain tumor, suppressed immune system, and more. Informed consent requires your healthcare provider to inform you of the risk, benefit, and alternatives for the proposed medication. If you or someone you love did not receive informed consent prior to your vaccination, please visit Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom.com for resources, healing, and to report your injury. Vaccines are safe. Please. They are the safest vaccine I have ever seen in my career. The most important thing you can do to prepare for your holidays is to get your updated COVID vaccine. And yet some people still are not getting vaccinated. That is very frustrating. Stay informed and stay safe, Colorado. Welcome back in the Matthew Dark Show, KLZ 560, Wednesday, this January 11th. Uh, we're going to have a very nice rest of the hour here. Dr. Michael Gaeta from the Gaeta Institute. Now, they're in Boulder. Now, let me give you a couple we talked about at the beginning. But Dr. Gaeta, dietitian, herbalist, acupuncturist, 32 years in clinical experience, Chinese and functional medicine. What we talked about at the open is that if you didn't have a doctor, a, a functional doctor or access to a functional doctor at the beginning of COVID, hmm. you were really going to be denied two things. Information about the vaccine as well as uh, denial of early treatment. Now, one thing I did see uh, in this state, and this kind of was a uh, this split for us, but there was a pro- provider who was in this state. He was absolutely um, in line with our thinking as far as nutrition yes. and autoimmune disease and mold and how bad all these different, you know, Lyme, all these things. But he came out early on in the vaccine. He's a mm-hmm. functional guy. And so this thing is wonderful. It's producing antibodies. And this is mm-hmm. in the first couple of months. And, and so it was, uh-oh, I don't know that I can trust or believe another word out of your mouth yes. from that point forward. Because this is a big moment in time yes. for healthcare. Now, I want to bring you in as far as, Dr. Gaeta, um, so you were obviously practicing before COVID. COVID for happened. Sure. Um, I'm always fascinated with a practitioner because we lived it. We saw it. We yeah. absorbed it. And it's like, okay, what's, we're processing this information as we yes. go through the clinic. Um, bring me your experience. Just COVID hit your initial 
thoughts. Where did your focus start to go when yeah. COVID-19, Wuhan 19, uh, funded by U.S. taxpayer dollars in a lab yep. in Wuhan 19? What were you doing? What was it like when that hit you in your practice? Well, thanks, Matthew. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. And um, yeah, well, I was with everybody else not knowing, well, what is this thing? What's going on? And I started doing, uh, I decided to do a couple of shows on the immune system. And let me just do a couple of shows, teach people how to strengthen their immune system. And then, you know, there was a big response to that. And I said, wait, and then as time went on, I realized something else is going on here. This doesn't add up. And the narrative began to emerge that um, everything was progressively more and more about the vaccine. And that we just had to wait for that. That's going to be the savior. That's how we get out. Right. And everything was directed towards that. And that seemed odd to me. I mean, I've been practicing for a long time and seen a lot of things come and go over the last, you know, since 1990 when I started practicing. Mm. And, and I said, this doesn't smell right. My spidey sense went off. That there's something going on here that's a little weird. And because nobody was talking about treatment. Nobody was talking about prevention. Right. It was all about just stay on house arrest. Right. Don't go near each other. Stay away from each other. Uh, wear a mask 24-7 um, until the vaccine right. comes out. And I was like, this does not add up. Right. And, uh, and so that's when, you know, I started to go down the rabbit hole of, like, what's really going on here. And, and now, you know, all this time later, we realize it's, you know, a lot. This has been planned for a long time. Yeah, and what we were just talking about before we came back here is it's 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 absolutely fascinating because we have so many vaccine deniers. Now, yes. the numbers, you know, Dr. McCullough, he'll say we're down yes. to about 10 percent of active, hardcore, continually getting the boosters. And they're in. yes, but we have a lot of well, 83 percent of the U.S. population is reported to have had at least one of these. things. Yes. Right? And that's just a crazy number. But what blows me away is it's a, we've got the unvaccinated and then you've got the folks that tried it once and stopped right and, and then you got the folks that are still just gung-ho they're going to do this thing until it literally takes them off of this earth and that will yes. happen with repetition yep. but you know what blows me away is that people not being able to maybe question the idea that in supposedly nine months it hits right. the u.s in march and pfizer right. and moderna and all these wonders they can develop a not only safe and effective mm-hmm. without zero side effect mm-hmm. ready to go right now within nine months vaccine i don't that sounds preposterous when you say it out loud it but is. we're not the person who bought that story, they won't give it up. I mean, I, no. what is the psychology behind these vaccine deniers? I don't get it. Yeah, well, it's it's difficult. It's this whole cognitive dissonance where, where the, yeah. the thinking of the alternative is too horrifying to consider. And it's much safer yeah. to retreat to the narrative that we're given. Right. It's, 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 it's respectable. The government said... I'll stick with that. I'm going to stick with that. And this is what we're seeing right now, Matthew, as you know. Um, There's millions of people killed or injured by the injections, thousands dropping dead every day uh, worldwide. And a lot of them are celebrities, athletes and such. Mm -hmm. And they're really trying to keep the lid on this thing. And so the the, the cognitive dissonance is getting very intense because what people are seeing and what they're being told is is starting to crack i would say it's getting so intense yes. they're now selling climate change as a potential yes. culprit for they these are. cardiac it's I've unbelievable oh, they're trying everything climate change everything. the summer yeah. happy heart syndrome you're too happy oh my you're too stressed you're too stressed right. all mean, these things are spontaneous now but you know what i like yes. to do is just go back to that 
here's can we agree on VARES, the VARES data? Right. Sure. It, those are our minimums. Now, even the CDC itself will tell us that mm. it's probably underreported by a factor of no less than 10, yes. but as high as 100. Yes. So these are big numbers. Yep. But, you know, I like to... You know, sort of scurrying through VAERS regularly. Sure. And here's what you've got so far. Now, this is reporting as of December the 30th. And, and this number right here, if I'm considering a vaccine, I would come to some of these figures and say, okay, stop here. But you've got 903,623 total adverse events reactions yes. for VAERS. Now, that yes. could be closer to 10 million or greater, yes. really. Okay, right. Now, this is one that blows me away. Acute kidney injury. You don't. T- you don't get to talk about that very much. Right. Um, you've got thirty five hundred people reporting mm-hmm. that never had a kidney issue before. Mm-hmm. Of, so these are all things: um, anxiety, uh, an arthritic type conditions. Yes. All these different. You know that you're not getting any publicity. We're hearing about sudden adult death syndrome, and we hear about the cardiac stuff. But it's mm-hmm. like, okay, are you okay with these other things too? AFib, right? Um, you know, dizziness and reportness. Fifty thousand reports of shortness of breath after the vaccine. And what we're telling folks is that's fine. If you've been disclosed all this information and you still say it's worth it, we're of the opinion there's not a single benefit to a one age population for this vaccine. If you believe it's safe and effective, then you're denying the idea that this didn't get invented um, in 2020. It happened long ago. It's a very fork in the road that you must pick. And you're right. For some people, it's too scary to go into the thought. We were talking the border yesterday. And, and for a lot of people, it's safer, more comfortable. It feels better to just say, welcome all, come on over. But they don't actually want to talk about the victims at the border, the children. Sure. That is way too scary. But for that's sure. happening when you have this fake uh, faux big heart for all. And this one's different, though. This has the potential to kill you if you don't ask the right questions for yes. your doctor. What, what if patients asked you, hmm. what's been your informed consent spiel on this thing, I guess, as you've yeah. been going through? Because I think it's been important because that's been neglected by many, many, many healthcare yep. providers. That's right. Well, my, my stance has always been, and I've been speaking nationally on health choice, medical choice, health freedom for the last 22 years. Yes. Because, yes. you know, once I started seeing 30 years ago my first vaccine injured kid in practice, that's when I started asking questions. Oh. Uh, and so these days, to answer your question, Matthew, it's a great one, is uh, folks are wondering, one, is this should I should I get this shot? To which my answer is, that's your choice. I'm right. not, and here's why. And you can make your own decision. Uh, and, you know, the, the importance of the informed part of informed consent has really been kind of out the window because they're just hearing safe and effective, safe and effective, yes. do it for your neighbor, yeah. you know, all of this nonsense. Well, now we have even, you know, government admitting does not prevent infection, these experimental Correct. injections don't prevent infection, don't prevent transmission, and risk of injury is is significant. But I, I, you brought up VAERS, Matthew. I'm glad yeah. you did. Uh, the, the standard, uh, the mainstream narrative on VAERS is it's not credible because it's voluntary. Now, <laughs> the thing people need to realize is the, sure, okay, there may be a couple of you know, they fudged it. They fudged it a little, but the underreporting. This is the, this is the punchline. The underreporting more than outweighs. Oh yes, you're right. The unconfirmed cases, and that's the main thing. Yes. Even if the mainstream narrative is right, unreliable because it's voluntary. Those voluntary reporting is is underreported. Now McCullough will say it's underreported 
you know, one in four to one in five are being reported. Mm-hmm. The Lazarus report from 2010 said one in a hundred are being reported. So, you know, so somewhere in that range, even if we go with McCullough's best, right. which is one in four, I don't think it's anywhere near that. But if that was true, we can multiply those numbers by four. And then right. then we can have a discussion. Right. Uh, maybe 10 percent are fudged, not accurate. It was something else. But the risks right. are very real. Well, and, you know, you, when you think about it, like, so if people that don't know about submitting a VAERS, it's not like it's a, okay, let me just push A, B, yeah. and send. No. There's some in-depth work. work, and it requires the patient and the provider in many yep. cases. Yep. And, the you know, connecting the dots. So if you have a provider who is completely blind to this stuff, yes. they're going to say, well, no, that's not something I do. For sure. You're on your own. And the patient is going to be, you know, in many cases lost because they were never given informed consent that you might have shortness of breath, mm-hmm. that you might have dizziness, that you right. might have all these factors come on. Right. I'm of the opinion that if a single provider, pharmacist, whatever, gave proper informed consent mm-hmm. on this drug, yes. you'd have sold two of them. Yeah. And those were people that maybe were trying, they were done anyways, because yeah. there's no way you would ever say that outweighs that. And now the confession is clear. Mm. CDC, no transmission. You know, the FDA in June 21 released that healthcare providers or vaccine administrators needed to update their consent to inform mm. myocarditis. And that didn't happen. Oh, right. There's no way that right. happened. We're two years, year and a half removed from yes. that. And there's no way people would say, hey, you're, you're, you're six month old. Oh, by the way. I mean, the FDA, they voted 15 to 0 on sticking this on a six-month-old. Mm-hmm. That's a shocking thing. So we tell pa- listeners all the time, they've abandoned their post, yeah. clearly. For sure. Okay. For sure. Now, DeMar Hamlin, this case, mm-hmm. okay? I, I think this one, when it came up, and of course, we're, we want him well. Mm-hmm. What, what we want for him is we want, I'm hoping, I'm praying he and his family want answers like, the rest of us. Right. Okay. We need families to be forthcoming on yep. family members' vaccination status, especially when the entire country is praying for a person, for thinking sure. about a person. We need that because guess what? This COVID shot is world famous for the exact condition this man may have suffered as a result of, right. you know, they have right. contact in there. And so the, sure. you know, it's going to be like the Bigfoot video or the UFO video. Was it the helmet hit or was it actually the spontaneous cardiac event? I mean, I think they'll, if you deny the vaccines are dangerous, yeah. you're going to say you got hit too hard. Right. Um, right. But, you know, I kept thinking that that's a moment. We need a public moment. Mm-hmm. And we need to be very vocal that this is not OK. There's young people we read all the time. You know, we read them off on the show. Died suddenly. Yes. You know, and in your experience prior to COVID-19, I mean. People in their teens, they just didn't have cardiac events, no. especially without some kind of genetic. Extraordinarily rare. Extraordinarily rare, but yeah. not now. No, not now, because the, the damage of the spike protein to the heart is significant. And that myocarditis, the treatment in conventional medicine, in part, is bed rest. Oh. And so instead of bed rest, you're running up and down a basketball court. Wow. Or you're on a soccer field or doing whatever or performing on stage. Mm-hmm. You know, we see performers just literally dropping on stage. Yeah, and they're, they're doing the backwards, you know, thing. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. Right. And it was two years ago, Matthew, I went to go to a comedy club here in Denver. Yeah. And they wouldn't, they like, show me your vaccine card. Show me your papers, basically. I'm like, what? I just want to see a comedy show. You have to tell us your vaccination status. Yeah. So now today, here's a, a famous football player dies 
on the, I mean, not dies, but drops on the field. Mm-hmm. We're not allowed to ask. Isn't that amazing? So they can ask me my vaccine status to, to see eat. a comedy show. Sure. Right. We can't ask a, 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 an athlete what their vaccination status is. It's so true. And that's the just infuriating part of this debate is, yeah. is that you're so scared of the truth that you would, you know, it's like when you ignore the massive elephant in the room, For it sure. quickly becomes a brontosaurus in the room. Yes. And it's like, wow, yes. it's that much worse than we thought. Yep. See, when they're that scared to touch it, it's worse than mm-hmm. guys like us think about it. I mean, we think this is the worst thing since... Well, I mean, fentanyl is in there. Um, but, you know, like, for example, we would say this, that mm. a pediatrician, pediatrics doctor, would have more decency recommending the child start smoking cigarettes than to begin this vaccine. <laughs> because the math says you might yeah. live 30 years smoking cigarettes. There is no way yeah. people are going to survive this schedule. Yes. And so the only way to do it is what? Uh, I mean, we'll do this maybe. We'll catch a break and come back through. But I want to know sure. then, how do we then send the message to the government? Mm. That we're done as a society. Mm. We reject. Some people feel like they have to do this and there's like nothing they can do about it. I say there's plenty that can be done about it. Folks, don't go anywhere. We've got our guest in the building, Dr. Michael Gaeta. Stay with us. KLZ 560 AM on a Wednesday. Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom is a nonprofit network of healthcare providers committed to medical freedom and patient choice. We stand for patient rights, medical privacy, informed consent, and individualized healthcare. To learn more about our mission, visit coloradohealthcareprovidersforfreedom.com. Any donation made is fully tax deductible and supports our efforts to protect the healthcare rights of everyone, especially our children. Again, that's coloradohealthcareprovidersforfreedom.com. Stay informed, Colorado, and be well. Every family needs a healthcare team that has your child's best interest as top priority. And Roots Medical is proud to offer exactly that. At Roots Medical, we strive to empower and educate both parent and child about the importance of gut health, how to implement healthy changes in the home, and of course, all the benefits that come from a fully optimized immune system. Same day and sickness appointments are available and easy to schedule. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. That's R-O-O-T-S medical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your healthcare concerns. We are back and welcome our guest, Dr. Michael Gata, the Gata Institute. Now, that's right here in Boulder, Colorado. Uh, dietitian, nutritionist, herbalist, acupuncturist, uh, Chinese and functional medicine folks. And so we do encourage you. I mean, we, anybody who's had a vaccine, we've been kind of saying, go get checked out by a functional doctor that might yep. take into account what's going on. Listen to the symptoms. you're. Exp- My fear is that you've got ticking time bombs all over this country. Mm. They don't know and whack. Okay, so here we go. But I just wanted to bring... Let the listeners just kind of get this absorbed real quick. This is the CDC's recommended schedule uh, for COVID-19 vaccination. This is what they're calling it. Now, adults 18 and up in America right now, you should have a a total of four vaccines so far. This would include your early series up until this recent bivalent booster, they're calling. Uh, And, of course, a booster being just another shot of the exact same stuff, same amount. They always made it sound cute, like, oh, we'll just give you a little boost, like a little. It's not that. It's the same stuff. And you don't know what batch you're getting. So these can be some more wicked than the others. But this is what really disturbed me. The CDC starting at six months and up, and you're six months of age and older, you are eligible for this regimen. It's a total of three doses, 
you get the first one. You wait two weeks on your six-month-old. So now you're you know, six and a half months old. You get the second one. And then you must wait eight weeks after that for that third shot. But I just want to make sure that the audience is clear. The CDC is recommending, starting at six months old, mm. that they take three vaccines within three months. So your nine-month child now has, and then he'll be doing that once a year minimum for life mm-hmm. uh, if this is to continue. That should keep everybody up at night to think that they're – now, the, the rate at six-month-old is low. It's mm-hmm. about a 5% use take on vaccines. But we know about all the – Pre-birth, we know about all the menstrual irregularities. What is? We were talking in the break. Yeah. What is in this sauce that's doing yeah. this? To, what makes this stuff the most lethal that we've seen in decades? Well, it's a good question, Matthew. There's several things going on. First is the mRNA itself, which has never been successfully safely used in any animal. So, you know, 20 years ago when they started experimenting with this type of vaccine, most of the animals died a, a horrible death. Oh. And so the way they got it into people within 40, by the way, there was a a needle in somebody's arm, a test subject, within 42 days of sequencing the genome, supposedly, of of SARS-CoV-2. Wow. The bioweapon. Record timing. Yeah. So they had to skip the animal trials to, at least initially. Uh, to get this into people. So, so there's several things. One is the mRNA. And, and this, <laughs> think about it, you know, you're forcing the body to produce a foreign protein. A very toxic protein, right? Uh, it's a very toxic yes. protein. What could go wrong right. forcing the body to produce a foreign protein yes. that shouldn't be there? Then you have additives like uh, PEG or polyethylene glycol. 70% of the population has antibodies to that. So you may trigger an antibody response to polyethylene glycol. That's where we're seeing. And again, uh, allergic sensitivity has a range, right? It's a volume control. Some people will get mild symptoms. Some people will get immediate anaphylaxis and death, right? So uh, this is, you know, we have a thousand times the death rate of this one class of shot compared to 30 years uh, of vaccine, thousand times more deaths in the last two years than in the 30 years prior. I think that's super important with people understand. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. In the history, this baby in two years yeah. is destroying the damage any other vaccine would have caused. For sure. Uh, that is a stunning thing. That again, another one of those information. Yeah. How can you ignore that yeah. data? Yeah. Continue. Yeah. So you've got the poly, you've got the mRNA and, that, and the, the damage from the spike protein and the damage from the mRNA is very dose related. So the more boosters you get, or or if you choose Moderna, which has a a larger amount of mRNA than Pfizer, the more you get, the more boosters you get, the worse, the more likelihood that you'll become injured. Again, that's the opposite of the messaging where they're boosting you to protection. That's the Dr. Fauci. And it's actually the opposite. Make sure our listeners understand the more you boost, the closer that brings you to a potentially fatal adverse reaction. There is no doubt about that. For sure. For sure. So that's another factor. And then there's just, you know, all the reporting we're hearing is that the quality control and potential contaminants and unknown stuff in the vaccine is a a major issue. So uh, there's multiple mechanisms of injury. There are dozens of mechanisms of injury. But the basic one is forcing healthy body cells to produce a toxic foreign protein. That's, you know, the basic, you know, theme. Yeah, and that's a scary theme when you consider it's not providing you any protection. I mean, no. the CDC is no. actually pretty loud in saying, you know, don't let the 
60% of COVID deaths coming from the vaccine. Don't let that deter you. But, yeah. you know, isn't that how did that thinking go when this thing rolled out December of 2020? It was a one and done. Yeah. And you would not only be safe, but you would not get COVID and you wouldn't pass COVID. I mean, it was pretty much advertised as a miracle drug. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well Gates came out and initially said everybody's going to need one, the whole planet. And probably two. So he set the stage early on. It's probably going to be two. <laughs> right. Like he, that was the messaging pretty early on. Right. Um, and and then it's just gone on from there. But it's the same thing with vaccines. Like uh, completely ineffective vaccine. And this is not a vaccine. This is right. gene manipulation yes. therapy or, or therapeutics or just gene manipulation. But they had perfected the playbook earlier. You take an ineffective vaccine and it's... Uh, does not prevent the disease, and so the solution is more of them, Ugh. right? So uh, pertussis, one of the classic vaccine failures, mm-hmm. uh, whooping cough. Um, and so they said, well, you should just get one, and then you, you won't get whooping cough ever again. The, the efficacy wanes within weeks, uh, and so they added a booster, and the second booster said, now they're up to four to six in the oh. schedule. And so the solution to an ineffective vaccine is to add more of them rather than question is this effective? Wow. And then you have, you know, what's the risk of dying of COVID, which is, you know, vanishingly Whoa. small. Yes. yes. Uh, and compared to what is the risk of getting injured by the experimental injection? And by the way, whatever mainstream narrative there is that these are FDA approved is false. There yeah. are it is 100% false. 100% false. Right. All of them that are available, at least in the United States, are experimental. Yeah. These are experimental drugs. And unprecedented yes. to remain in this emergency state, you know, like this. And but also to put something on a childhood schedule yep. on an emergency basis. For sure. This is all uncharted territories. And people don't like to ex- admit that they're part of this new experiment. Yeah, yes, I remember the FDA was doing that whole thing. There was public comment, send an email, do all this mm-hmm. stuff. And so we were watching the vote just progress. And it was shocking seeing how many of these people just vote in line, you know, straight away. All yes. 15 of them voted, not one dissent. And and I, w- I was so, like, heartbroken. And these yeah. people, they go from being on this board to being in a pharmaceutical, like, lofty job after it, you know. So, of yeah. course, they're not going to speak up against mm-hmm. big pharma. Sure. It's the cronyism and the, the corruption in, in it is just For sure. insane. Yeah, it's vaccine theater. More like every, like you always know when these votes go to a vote, you always know what the outcome is going to be. It's right. just they're going through the motions. Right. And even the guy on that panel said, well, we won't know if this is safe and effective till we just get it into a lot of kids. And it's oh, not unbelievable. Awesome. Yeah, Our it's children. Remarkable. Remarkable. Uh, it, it really is. That's, that's an extraordinary public comment. And I guess what's even more extraordinary than that is is parents not just saying, you're out of here, buddy. Yeah. Uh, you just said you're willing to roll some dice mm-hmm. with my kids. And at a minimum, see, I'm of the opinion <clears throat> that even those that have leaned to the left, that have leaned to this, you know, more mandated stuff, they still love their kids. Mm-hmm. And if they could understand that this stuff is, other than fentanyl, I don't know what, you keep this stuff away from your kids by all means. The reality is they're just not seeing that. Uh, kids I want to talk about, though, because yeah. one thing we saw with kids during the COVID, the lockdowns and the Zoom school was a childhood obesity exploded. Mm-hmm. Well, now you're talking about real risk factors there we go. for illness or are these lifestyle factors. Yes. Um, and that's what we saw with COVID. Who died of COVID? Um, on the average, folks with four comorbidities mm, yes. who were over 80. 
uh, right. and then certainly a big population over 60, but not sick under 60, you know, yeah. the, the, the risk of dying of COVID was very small. So, you know, that, that we, this whole risk-benefit thing needs to be added up to say, well, what's the risk of doing it? What's the risk of not doing it? And, you know, and this is what folks like me focus on, and most of my practice is yeah. virtual, working with people by phone and video, you know, around the country, around the world, is, well, let's look at prevention. Let's look at keeping you well, keeping you healthy. And our whole motto is nature first, drugs last. Yes, I love that. In other words, there's no nothing wrong with drugs. They're just overused, right? Yes. In, the, in the U.S., we have 4% of the world population. We consume 50% of the world's pharmaceutical drugs <laughs> at the greatest cost with the worst health outcomes of any developed nation. We rank on average 37th, according mm. to WHO, despite spending the most and taking the most drugs. Oh. So. Nature first, drugs last is really, you know, the approach. Well, I just saw an FDA. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It was a pediatrics organization, high ranking, large national group. Yeah. Talking about, you know, yes, kids and this obesity in children. I mean, oh, this is a massive. real thing. It's, uh, it's a third. It's, it's unbelievable. It's a third. Okay. Yeah. And if you I just was getting an Uber ride yesterday. A gentleman was telling me about. Um, his growing up in New Orleans and the mm. obesity there and the focus on food there. But that happened yes. to children all over this country yes. uh, during COVID. And so they're inflamed. Yep. They're getting heavy. They're not active. Dr. Fauci never came out and said, make sure your children, especially during this time, are eating well, vitamin mm-hmm. D. We want to never mention that. No, stay Hold in your house. tight until yeah. the vaccine. Stay in your house. Don't go outside. <laughs> yeah. The opposite. Stay away from each other. And All the things that keep us well. Yeah. Vitamin D. <laughs> right. You get vitamin from being D. outside. I mean, the evidence on vitamin D is remarkable. Yeah. It's very, very strong, as well as zinc. Mm-hmm. You know, because the, the bioweapon, the Wuhan bioweapon, which was originally developed in North Carolina, right. exported by Fauci to Wuhan and completed there and released, um, uses zinc inside the cell to copy itself. And so mm. it induces a zinc deficiency. That's why people lose their taste and smell, because that's a symptom of zinc deficiency. So if wow. you have a sufficient viral yeah. load, that viral load of the bioweapon is gobbling up zinc to copy itself. Yeah. Uh, it's like using it's like a toner in a copier. Right? right. It doesn't work without toner, right? Yeah. So the toner cartridge is zinc that copies the virus. And if your viral load's sufficient, your zinc status is low. Um, some combination of that, you're going to lose your taste and smell. Anyway, so zinc, vitamin D, and there's a lot of natural, you know, uh, remedies as well. In as t- an herbalist, what did you do with COVID as far as prevention? Or did you use any treatment? I mean, what was the oh, for touch sure. there? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I've developed protocols over the last few years that are very effective in helping folks not get sick. Uh, because, you, you know, you don't know everything is labeled. Everything was labeled COVID. You right. Know, in, you know, it was. Like if you look at the uh, – it was very funny. I, looked at, I was looking at the CDC maps for flu. Mm-hmm. And we had a really bad flu season, 2017. Yep. And then, <laughs> and then 2020, nobody got the flu. Yeah. Like, wow, this is great. Yeah. Nobody we got because it. everything was called COVID. I know. Yes. Right. You know. I noticed that, too. <laughs> it was crazy. But anyway, uh, so, so I developed protocols using mm-hmm. herbs like echinacea root, for example, mm-hmm. preventatively, using whole food supplementation with vitamin C complex and zinc and vitamin D and vitamin F and so forth. So these things just work to keep you healthy and help your body, yeah. your immune system work well to protect you against anything. Right. doesn't matter what it is. And then, uh, you know, developing protocols to help people who do get sick. And yeah. early treatment, as McCullough has been saying, and as 
Paul Merrick's been saying, Pierre Corey's been saying, early treatment is really key. That's been true of everything yeah. forever. It's better to treat things when it's small than it's when it's big. For example, Matthew, in, in, in Thailand, the, the official one of the official government treatments was an herb, Andrographis paniculata, mm-hmm. which is a Chinese herb, Chuanxinlian. And uh, they acknowledged that early, way before the vaccine was available. Hey, if you get sick, take this herb. This is a government-recommended herb. All of these types of things, and even on the pharmaceutical side with hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, uh, natural treatments like Chinese wormwood or Artemisia annua, um, andrographis, paniculata, all these natural, they just work. Zinc, vitamin D, quercetin. Um, These are very effective treatments, uh, but all of that had to be suppressed for two reasons. One was to get the emergency youth authorization, Mm -hmm. which requires that there are no effective treatments available to get Mm -hmm. something approved for an EUA. And secondly, it's just competition. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, so uh, there's just many layers of the plandemic, scamdemic, whatever. I just wonder, you know, the FDA, they really, uh, this would have been the summer of 20. 20, yes. when they really came and, and followed into that, but they continued this assault on ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. Sure. And Dr. Fauci to. still maintains. Absolutely. Okay, but you wonder, okay, well, that is was not true. It, yeah. it was safe. And if you look at these, you know, peer-reviewed studies will tell us that ivermectin reduced mortality by 92%. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's just sort of accepted now. Um, Prize-winning drug, uh, safer than Tylenol, all these things. Yeah, Nobel Prize 2015. How, is, how are they going to, Fauci and his sort of, you know, minions, how are they going to claim, we didn't know it was effective, it just, it was. How are they going to get out of the things that they've done? Will anybody hold somebody yeah. like that to account? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, as you know, Matthew, the main the main uh, characteristic that's needed today is courage. Right. To hold Fauci's feet to the fire, hold those accountable. You know, they're going to what they're going to do is what they've always done is point to faked studies. Yeah. Uh, so they gener- they created studies either using too high of a dose of hydroxychloroquine, which oh, gave t- it a too much toxicity or whatever. Right. Well, they used a, a dose nobody's ever used right. before so that you would see uh, danger signals in right. the study. Or using too low of a dose to be effective, right, in the case of the ivermectin yeah. study. Uh, or just messing with the study groups, right? Use, yeah. you know. Anyway, there's all kind, you can you can create a study to say anything you want. So they'll point to those faked bogus studies in order to say, well, this is what we were going on. Yeah. <laughs> or they gave be it too late, right? And then they were or like, oh, it, was it doesn't late work. Treat, or for sure. Yeah. For sure. The the turbo cancers that we're getting. Oh yeah. Now this is a. We're trying to get other you know folks that have been you know affected on the cancer side because uh-huh. you hear mm-hmm. about the cardiac stuff, but you know like Dr. Ryan Cole, we've Ryan seen Cole's done uh, a great amazing job. job. Yes, exactly. And saying you know we're getting forty-year-olds stage four out of nowhere, blink of an eye. Yes. We just had a young Rapid. man here, thirty-one-year-old former Bronco Ronnie Hillman, sure. um, three-month diagnosis, stage four liver cancer, yep. dead in a you know just like a blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. Um, the cancers risks are real with this thing for sure. Okay, for speak sure. to any cancer experience you've seen, if you would here, uh, and then, I mean. <laughs> If you did take the shot, yeah. I mean, cancer, how do you detect that ticking time bomb if that's going to be your impact? Yeah, well, that's difficult. It, it sometimes, yeah, because people aren't looking for something, they're not going to find it, right? Yeah. And, uh, oh, I've gotten my shots, 
to do the right thing for the community, you know, I'm not going to go looking for. <laughs> right. Just like, and just a, a quick note, just to rewind to the cardiac issues. Everybody who's at, who has gotten the experimental injections, any of them, mm-hmm. any number of them, needs to check a blood, needs to do a blood test for D-dimer. Okay. D-dimer is a blood, simple blood test for blood clots. And, and that would does, show an active blood clot at the moment, yes, right? Okay. It, it, yeah, it, it's a it's what we call a fibrin degradation product. It, it's something that the body produces as it's breaking down an existing ah, okay. blood clot. So you don't you don't have elevated D dimer unless you have an existing blood clot. Got it. Somewhere it doesn't tell you where, just tells you it's somewhere. That's very important information. Okay. So really, most of the population should be getting this blood test. Over to cancer, um, the the immune dysregulation, the immune suppression, and the toxicity, and the inflammation, and the autoimmunity. These are the many layers of why we're seeing an explosion in cancer and the alteration to our DNA, which is, you know, a very used to be a kind of a wacky theory. Now we're seeing more and more evidence that it's actually altering our genetics. Yeah, see, I had a thought randomly come to my head. Yeah. I was thinking about 23andMe, and I was yes. thinking about the people that did a 23andMe prior yeah. to vaccination. Right. I'm very interested to <laughs> oh, see great one or two years down the road, <laughs> yes. does it have impact? Are you passing yes. now down different genetics yes. forever? Yes. Family tree changed. Mm-hmm. And we don't know, but That's you know crazy. what? Neither do they. Yeah. Yep. Neither yep. are the ones that tell you it's safe and effective. Right. You know, so I have a friend who's having a baby, and her and her husband and everybody, because they've had birth um, is- like issues in, in NICU and stuff like that, sure. and she's lost way too much blood last time she okay. was pregnant, and so they've had to literally like bank like non-vaccinated blood. Oh, yeah. And, and luckily the hospitals point. allowing them to use this because yes. there are some hospitals that are not even allowing um, you know, patients to have that choice. Yes. yes. Speak well, to that. We've actually had that concern. How do I and, and we've also heard it's impossible to, that the infrastructure mm-hmm. is very challenging to do that. Yes. What do you know? How can people figure that out if they need to store blood? Well, yeah. I just interviewed uh, Clinton Ollers of the Safe Blood Donation okay. uh, Organization. People can look up safe blood donation. And they're trying to match unvaccinated donors with people who okay, might it. needed blood transfusion. And their thing is, let's figure out how to not need a transfusion. Right. Uh, and if you do, how to prepare for that. And using your own blood in advance of a medical procedure. Yes. Hey, guys, take a pint of my own blood. If I need it, use my own blood. That's always the best. Second best is let's get matched with a donor, a blood donor, who is unvaccinated Who ha- uh, with the c- experimental COVID injections. I'm using that shorthand. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a vaccine. Right. But, uh, and uh, and this is very important. And, you know, there was a tragic case of where a hospital murdered an infant. Yes, I saw that. Yes. In the baby Northwest. Alex. Yeah, 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 baby Alex. And the parents saw ahead. They yes. said, hey, look, They did the right thing. They, they set did the right thing. Up. And the hospital ignored uh, the parents' wishes. Did they get to sue them? I would. I think I'm they sure do. That's all. Well, uh, yeah, the but, courts, unfortunately, will have to be the, uh, you know, the answer for all this. I was going to just, as you talk about sure. safe blood, yeah. um, what's the concern with organ, I guess, organ donation going forward. Oh, Everything is changed. They've ruined the organ supply, yes, right? They've ruined the blood supply. Ugh. They've ruined the organ supply, organ donation. Because the spike protein, I mean, the mRNA goes everywhere. Yes. Right? Um, and it's, for, it's causing a variety of organs to express this oh. spike protein by hijacking the, the machinery. So now everything is permanently changed for humanity in terms of blood organ donation, all kinds of things. Mm. And so it's really coming down to, you know, 
communities, uh, uh, you know, solution to all of this globalist, you know, nonsense is is localization. Yes. Not globalization, but right. localization. So Preach. getting with your community, getting with your church, your community groups, your friends, your town, your neighbors, whatever, and forming these small groups of people where there is trust yep. and where we become more self-sustaining. That's the solution to kind of ultimately everything, but it's becoming more important because of the permanent tainting of the human being globally. It's so amazing because it's, you just hit it so perfect. You know, it, people were very gullible. Yeah. And, and for those that were already proactive and preventative in their yes. health care, they did not jump yes. to the moon to say, I'll need one of those for sure. Yep. Now, again, I'm still stunned because it's we have normal-wise. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it is. But it's like normal intelligence sort of just disappeared for that brief moment. For sure. but we were saying, stupid. <laughs> and we were accused of being stupid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, here here we sure. are still standing. And, and, sure. and it's, it doesn't give us a ton of joy because I think decent people lost their lives trying to do the right thing. They were yeah. misled. They whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm so thankful. I thank God for my wife and, and our circumstances to be in health care when this happened. Yes. And to be able to say, okay, hold on a second. I think we're okay. We don't have to jump. And, yes. and the vaccine stories that they do in the third world and the testing of the found those yep. are horrific and we don't have that here so we're almost so we're almost called to be defenders of those that don't have that voice mm. but um you know i look at people now more than ever this is the moment in time where you must take full control of your health care for sure it starts in the kitchen yep um and all these things that you can do by yourself i i think everything we need to heal ourselves is out there in the world somewhere mm-hmm. it's growing out of the ground or yep. coming um so i guess sort of give our listeners just that one little bit of freedom as they proceed now post-COVID with their health and their plan and and their comfort, I guess, doctor. Yeah. The main thing is is to try to stay out of the medical. This is always the case. Stay out of the medical system as much as possible. The medical system now, and this has been confirmed in two large papers that were published in 2004, revised in 2011 with uh, doctors like Carolyn Dean, who's a physician and a naturopath, Gary Null and others. Uh, that the medical system is the number one cause of death. Now, that's, yes. now that's, that was 2004, 2011, but now it's 10 times more yeah. because of the COVID injections, which are easily you know, oh. the greatest you know, threat to our survival. Right. Um, uh, so the, the solution is stay the heck out of the medical system. Take care of yourself and your families. Get with your neighbors, your community. Source, your, source everything locally. Uh, whether it's our food, our you know healthcare, or whatever, um, our financial you know life, get, get everything localized as much as possible because that's the solution to sort of the globalist agenda, which wants yes. everything to be centralized from digital currencies to healthcare to medicine to everything to food supply, and the way to disconnect from that matrix is to go local and everything. Love and that's going to be uncomfortable. It's yeah. going to mean, absolutely. It's going to mean pulling cash out of your wallet yes. instead of a piece of plastic. Yeah, all those types of things. You know, f- connecting with neighbors, farmers, mm-hmm. health practitioners. Um, you know, that's really going to be that's the 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 uh, the perfect solution. Uncomfortable, a little inconvenient, 
but the solution to a lot of what we're seeing today. Oh, it is. It's that short-term pain for long-term stuff because yes. the easy answer in this was, okay, fine, I'll do the Amazon Prime, I'll take the vaccine, yes. the border's fine, and let's just hope nothing bad happens. I mean, yeah. that's going to get you killed in this day and age. Well, it is. And, and here in Colorado, crime is up 30%. Yes. We are the fentanyl death capital of the country. Yes. What? And, yes. you know, this is, you know, this is really a problem. You know, oh. so, so that's why people need to take their health, their lives, their families, their kids into their own hands. Absolutely. And disconnecting from the medical system, from the educational system, yes. from the food system, you know, the financial system. This is really, you know, it's, it's, it's all of that. Um, and that's 100 percent. I love that. That's the way out. I've just enjoyed you ha- hearing you here. How can people how can our least listeners connect with you? And you yeah. Uh, michaelgated.com uh, the italian is gaeta but it's uh, michael g a e t a.com and uh, we have an online school we have a free course called vaccines and choice mm. uh, we have a, a, an extensive course called covid vaccinosis where we go into oh, all that. the details the rabbit hole the globalist agenda all of that that's awesome um, and uh, we offer health consultations for people around the world who want to use a natural approach to getting well, staying well, preventing vaccine injury, mm-hmm. undoing vaccine injury, mm-hmm. you know, doing the right lab testing, the right diet, lifestyle, yeah. supplementation, herbal medicine. So we basically have two things, an online school and a clinic. Perfect, uh, yeah. For folks who are anywhere, you know, it doesn't have to be oh, here. Folks, uh, great. And we're pre- continually presenting to the listener uh, providers that they can get access to, that for you sure. can take control of your health today and survive a long time and be thankful that you did it. I want to thank Dr. Michael Gata. Uh, catch it, michaelgata.com. We'll get this replay up on the Spotify. But remember, folks, until next time, serve God, help others, stay good. Goodbye. with the show on Instagram at the Matthew Dark Show or send an email to the Matthew Dark Show at gmail.com. Missed a show? Download any episode on Spotify. The Matthew Dark Show, live Monday through Wednesday at 9 a.m. on KLZ 560.